Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and austerity. Great potential without a matching character is equal to great collapse. And authority without integrity will result in calamity. Yes, Pastor Francis Aubin, proclaiming God's mind to you today. Amen. Let's read 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith. Praise the Lord. Kindly take your seat. We are considering confident faith part five. Confident faith part five. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. The child of God is an overcomer. Being born into the family of Christ makes you an overcomer. Praise the Lord. Whatsoever is born of God, if your vision is born of God, it overcometh the world. You, the individual, when you are born of God, then everything about you is also born of God. Then you are an overcomer and whatever you stand for, also becomes what? An overcomer. Then he says that you are an overcomer by potentiality. It's now in your genes. But not too many people will manifest what is in them. What is in their genes. What will make you manifest this victory? He says that now this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Even what? Say, I overcome the world. I say, the victory that overcomes it is my faith. Follow me, follow me. Tell somebody, the victory, the victory that helps you to overcome the world is your faith in God. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful already? That's why many Christians are failing. Because potentially a victor, practically a victim, Without faith. This is the victory that overcometh the world. There are elements in this world that must be overcome. There are elements in this world that will love to contend with you against the promises of God made over your life. They would do everything possible to ensure that you don't see the manifestation of whatever God has said should happen to you. There are blessings God has released unto you. Look at Daniel. He is praying and a demon has hijacked the answer for 21 days. There are elements. David said, the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. There are elements. Human beings can hinder you. This world has been created to persecute the children of God. Jesus said, in this world, you shall be going to be executed. This world is not going to support us. It's going to fight us. But what gives us victory over all the powerful elements in this world 
is our faith. Praise the Lord. That's why we have to learn about our faith and how to use it. So, this is what makes us successful on earth. Faith is what helps you to transact in the spirit so that you can collect your goods in the natural. (laughs) Say, I transact in the spirit. I collect my goods in the natural by faith. Now, some people can be walking in faith and they are walking in fear at the same time. That's why I'm teaching confident faith. Because it is possible for the child of God to be double-minded. And when you are double-minded, the book of James says, you cannot receive anything from God. So that we can have faith and we have an uncertainty in our mind. Or we are not bold. So Paul is talking to Timothy. And Timothy is talking to the church. God says, I've not given you the spirit of fear. Again, to fear. Because the child of God, the man walking in faith, can also try and walk in fear. If he's not properly instructed. And this morning, God wants to instruct you so that you will walk in the confidence of your faith. Praise the Lord. So this is the faith is a victory that overcomes the element in this world. In Hebrews 11.1, 1, the Bible says that NLT, Hebrews 11.1, 1, NLT, it said faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. In your trust for God. Confidence in God. Boldness in God. Courage in God. Praise the Lord. Faith is the confidence. So, confidence is one of the crucial elements in your faith. And if this faith gives you victory in the world, then you have to know what makes this faith to work. Or how to deploy this faith. In deploying this faith, he said, it's impossible to have the potency of your faith if it is absent or confidence is absent. So, for your faith to work, it needs confidence. Praise the Lord. Follow me. Are you here with me? It's impossible to get the best out of your faith if you are not working in confidence of that faith. So, one of the forces that makes faith functional on earth is our confidence in the Lord. Not in ourselves, but in the Lord. And in 1 Thessalonians 2.2, because this confidence is important, Satan's agenda is to break this confidence down. Now, when this confidence is not in your faith, your faith doesn't work at all. Praise the Lord. In 1 Thessalonians 2, he said, but even after that, we have suffered before and were shamefully entreated. As ye know, at Philippi, we were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention. We were bold, after we have been shamefully entreated, we were still bold, praise the Lord, to what? Speak unto you the gospel of God 
with much contention. That word bold there means confidence. They were shamefully treated. The purpose of that was to shut their mouth. Satan wants to shut the mouth of your faith. Satan wants to shut you up. Satan wants to batter you until you are scattered and you don't have any voice again. So, this confidence of your faith is so important that Satan would throw every bullet he has on you. So, Paul said, we did what we did in the midst of contentions. That's why contentions rise everywhere in your life. What is it trying to do? It's trying to give you a visible proof of negativity so that you can abandon the confidence of your faith. When you say, I am not sick, I am not sick, and you collapse, it does something to you. When you say, I'm not poor, I'm not poor, and they take you to the police station for somebody you owe, it does something to you. I don't know if God is saying something here at all. When you make a positive confession of your faith and a contention arises against that direction, Satan is deploying his machinery to contend with that faith you have. Why? Because he knows this is the victory that overcometh the world. And if for him to defeat you, he needs to take the element of the victory from you. If you can clear your faith with contentions. That's why you fast and pray. Your boy will leave you. Hey. Now you can fast and pray. You lose a job. <laughs> I'm telling you real things. So. The, the deeper you go in your spiritual work. The more it looks like the bad dreams spring up. Satan is trying to contend with you to abandon ship. But you need the confidence of your... He said, we were bold. You, you should have made up your mind before the contentions arose. That's what Paul is saying. That's why he's saying that me, I'm not afraid of death. If I want to die, I want to die doing this thing. And a dead man is not afraid of cutlass now. So, he said, we were bold, we were confident that even in the midst of contentions in Philippi, your workplace is Philippi. Your family house is Philippi. Your marital home can be Philippi. Full of contentions. Battered left, right, center. But in the midst of that, he said, if you maintain the confidence of your faith, you will still be able to do what God called you to do. And you will succeed even in the midst of the battles. Yeah. Some of you are not well, but you are fighting through. Yeah. That's why I look at Daniel. When he began to pray, that's the confidence of his faith. Battles arose because of the prayer. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Battles arose because of the prayer. And they threw him into the lions. <laughs> when you, you see what lion who has a watery mouth. Will your faith still be there? A lot of us would have become lunch for that lion. But Daniel said, lie. I'm going in there. Praise the Lord. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They showed them a burning furnace. He tested seven times. Contention everywhere. It was to take away the boldness, their confidence in God. But they went through in the midst of contention. And in all cases in the Bible, God showed up. 
what Satan is doing is that he's trying to divert your course with all these contentions. Boy, in Jaiwa, still pursue your faith. I don't know if I'm preaching here. You lose a job, pursue your faith. Don't become lunch for the lion. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Whatever you lose, Paul said, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Nothing, not death, nor height, not persecution, not trial. No angels, no demons. As good comes, I'm there. Bad comes, I'm there. Are you following this in at all? If there is celebration, I'm there. If there is contention, I am there. Because faith is not only for the positive. It's also to swallow the wiles of the wicked one. So you need a contention. But your faith is superior to the battle. Your faith is superior to the contentions you are involved with. Your faith is superior to whatever wants to conquer you. Your faith is so divine. It's so, it's so eternal. It's so powerful. The devil doesn't know the real value of your faith. Confidence in God takes you to another level. So when you see contentions, know that Satan is going somewhere. Are you following here at all? Now, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35. That's why Satan's greatest desire is for the believer to cast away their confident faith. That's Satan's greatest desire. So, the writer in Hebrews began to admonish. He said, cast not away therefore your confidence which has great recompense of reward. Cast not away. Therefore, the contention is supposed to help you negatively cast away your confidence. It's to aid you, usher you. It's a demonic midwife to help you miscarry your pregnancy. Are you following this at all? Yeah. When the contention saturates your mind, you don't see God. Makes you abandon. That's why you see the disciples, they are in the boat with Jesus. They see the waves, 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 waves. They say, carry us not that we perish. Jesus said, where is your faith? Because when you see trouble, 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 you will throw your faith away. Satan will arrange troubles for you. So that you will throw your faith away. But the writer of Hebrews is saying that, cast not away. Therefore, your confidence... Which has great recompense of reward. Satan knows that your victory must... I mean, if you have victory, you have title. A boxer has victory. Is it not a title he has? You see? There are things in the Bible, for example. When the Bible says that we are more than conquerors, it means we didn't fight. More than a conqueror didn't go to the war now. It's a conqueror who goes to war. More than a conqueror is higher than a conqueror. More than a conqueror is the one who chops the benefit of the war somebody fought. Yeah, so like when the soldiers of Ghana or the Navy fight some terrorists on our waters, they were the conquerors. But we, the citizens, that didn't fight, but enjoying the peace. We are the more than conqueror. It's like a boxer who went to fight, they beat him, uh, but he found a way to knock out the champion. 
And then he took the title. And the money on the title, he brought it to the wife. The wife is the more than the conqueror. She didn't fight, but she had the money. You are going to have that thing. So that's what Jesus did for us. We didn't go to the cross physically. He went and we are chopping the benefit. Are you following this in at all? Now, when the benefits have been given to you, you have to now build your portfolio. You have to build your what? You have a capital. Make investment. And you start that investment on the platform of faith. So that you can now begin to, you see, the Bible says that, thanks be unto God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who helps us to triumph. So you see that now, even though we are more than conquerors in Christ, we have now come to a level that when we are walking with our faith, we are facing the battle ourselves. Just now. When the Bible says he helps you to triumph, you are fighting. There's no triumphing without a fight. Always means we are always fighting and we are always winning. But the way to win that fight is by faith. Praise the Lord. So the sickness will come. Christ has already given the healing. More than conqueror. But use your faith to chop that healing. Praise the Lord. Are you following now? So we are fighting. And in this Hebrews 10.35, it says that there is a great recompense of reward if you do not throw away the confidence of your faith. So Satan knows that you can keep becoming profitable in life if your faith is intact. If the confidence of your faith is not cast away. So you win one battle after another, after another, and you have plenty titles. We call them rewards. Say reward. There can be marital reward. True of us? Child is a marital reward. Is that not so? Husband, wife is a marital reward. They buy Gucci for you. It's part of the reward. Somebody gave testimony. My lovely husband. You see, because they bought a car, she has added lovely to the husband. My lovely husband bought a car for me. It's a reward. Praise the Lord. I don't know how you address that man without a car. Hmm. There are rewards. In this ministry, there are rewards. Everything we find ourselves in, whichever industry we find ourselves in, there are rewards. And we can never attain to them until we hold the confidence of our faith, which is our trust in God. That's why a double-minded man cannot receive rewards from the Lord. He said that he that cometh to God must know that he is. And he rewards them that diligently seek him, confidently pursue him. Praise the Lord. So tell somebody there are rewards. And tell them you are going to get the rewards. So what are the rewards of our faith, of this benefit? What are the benefits of this confident faith? 
What are the benefits? Praise the Lord. Bright. Are you a bright person? Yeah. What are the benefits? Number one, I'm showing you the reward of this confident faith. Why you must have it. Number one, confident faith gives access to the presence of God. Ephesians 3.12 It gives access to the presence of God. In Ephesians 3.12 it said, In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. In whom? In Christ. We have boldness <laughs> and access with confidence by the faith of him. In him. In him is the presence of God. Christ is anointed one. In him. We have boldness. Remember Hebrews says. Come boldly. To the throne of grace. That you may obtain. You see. You cannot obtain until you have come boldly. You may obtain grace. To help in times of need. Obtain mercy. Find grace to help. You obtain mercy, you find grace. Are you following now? Obtaining mercy and finding grace is in the presence of the Lord. How do you get it? Come boldly. So he said, in whom? We have boldness and access. Say access. Access means that you have, you, you can enter. It's not everybody who can enter the presence of God. You can be in church and you are not in the presence of God. Some of us dwell in the presence of God. That is the realm of the anointing. We feel the anointing literally on our tabernacle. How? We have that access. It's like entering into a house. You know welcomes you. You go there with boldness. You knock the door. Confidence now gives you access. They say, who is that? You mention your name. You enter. When you enter, if you are not a thief, you relax. You what? If you are not a thief, if you are not a stranger, you relax. But a thief can also break into a place and will be looking everywhere. Who is there? Let me do it very quick, fast. Come on. There are some people, they are afraid to be in church. They are afraid to fast. They are afraid to pray. They can't enter into the presence of God. But he says, you have boldness and access. I can meet God face to face with confidence. The brother said two weeks ago, that when um, the, the person wanted to make investment with him and called him, the person asked him, how much do you want? Then he quoted with confidence some thousands of dollars. Tens of thousands. And the man said, wow, I like you. I'm also a confident man. I like confident people. Without confidence, you don't secure anything. As you enter the presence of God, there are things to receive. Things to obtain. 
The anointing cannot operate in you and on you. If you lack this trust in God. Because when I'm praying for the sick, it is this confidence of faith. That makes me to enter a realm where the healing virtue becomes like a normal virtue. Without it, you can speak in tongues, nothing is happening. Another person will come. Like, have you seen one of the evangelists in Ghana? Any crusade, he goes. By the confidence of faith, when he preaches and nothing at all will happen, he says, okay, all the deaf and dumb, come out. That one is like signature. He will just start heal, 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 heal. He, that's, he enters the presence in that confidence. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Praise the Lord. You know, a lot of people fail exam because they fear, because of fright. A lot of people can't coordinate speech because of stage fright. But a dummy, a dullard, can stand there in boldness and say something and people will clap. Because of confidence. It takes confidence to walk in the anointing. It takes confidence to what? Come on now. It takes confidence to what? Walk in the anointing. That's why he says anyone who is truly anointed is humble and bold at the same time. And their boldness sometimes comes out like pride. Because anointing makes you, hey, what are you talking it will make something rise up in you. <laughs> when you see an obstacle, the miraculous power rises up. It makes you enter all of a sudden. Are you following this at all? And this confident mentality in God is what makes me think that I'm a mobile presence. I am more than the ark of the covenant. Because God the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, they are living in me. So when I'm going, it, it helps me to activate it. Kelebo, shataba, kalaba, breakers, speaking tongues. Katani milikidibaha, shakalaba lagada. Something is happening. Confidence in God makes you to enter, assess the presence of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Number two. Confident faith produces divine strength for the believer. It produces divine strength for the believer. Isaiah 30 verse 15. That's what confident faith will do. For thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall he be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength and you would not. I mean the latter part says that some people don't choose that. But the people who choose confidence and quietness just say in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. Somebody is dancing, dancing. Fetish priest is dancing. Which is dancing in your dream. Just a look. I was confronted by one uncle some time ago. The guy said, you know the fear? Niger man. I said, me. I did here. <laughs> so we have not started this thing. 
we have not started in quietness and confidence. It's your strength. There is power in you as a child of God. But that power operates. You see, you need spiritual strength to battle the forces of attack in this life. And that strength comes from your trust in God. Your confidence in God. What makes me confront a demon is my trust in God. Makes me confront whatever challenge is my trust in God. When you trust God, you receive strength. You receive what? But that strength is available to every believer. But the ones who get to appropriate and use it are the ones who are confident. Because confidence makes you move. Makes you take what belongs to you. Makes you take what is available. I'm telling you, two believers can be here. God is here. Juju is here. Believers are here. One will say, I don't want trouble. Because he's unsure what will happen if they step inside the juju. Are you following now? Another careless believer in confidence. Brekete, radical, very acidic guy. Say, gadabala, gadabala, jagada. Has he not entered there? Satan recognizes confident believers. I mean, your trust is cannot be evaluated until it has gone through some things. We don't know your strength until we know what you can carry. If you can't carry this bucket of water, no matter the muscles that are showing big, there are some people, their muscles are big, they can't carry anything. It's just inflated. Maybe they injected themselves. This thing came like an animal. But they don't have strength one minute. But you see a man of confidence just comes and carries something powerful. Confidence. Satan knows what is in your heart when you are talking. He knows what is in your heart when you are walking. He knows what is in your heart. Whether you are shaking, he knows. Whether you are stable, he knows. When the Bible says, be steadfast. You can never be steadfast until you are confident in the nature and the power of your God. When you are confident in what God can do and will do. Oh! You don't care about what Nebuchadnezzar cares about. That's your strength. That's your strength. This sickness will go. This, that confidence makes you, you see, that sickness can Jesus cursed the tree. He was so confident the tree would die that he did not even call himself. He did not <laughs> define what he said as a curse. He said, I just spoke. It is the disciples who said, the tree you cursed. Jesus, in his mind, he was not cursing. He was just speaking. You, you bear fruit again. And he died. He was not thinking twice. When you are thinking twice about something you have declared, it's a sign. <laughs> are you following at all? <laughs> it's a sign that you are wavering. When you are confident, you are strong. 
You are strong. Dagaliba lagadadas. In football, a player's form can dip because the confidence has gone down. That, that we know that you are a good player, Pogba. But you are not playing well because there is no confidence. Maybe you are just coming out of injury. Or you are not fit enough in training. So you don't have much fitness. Are you following now? Mickey Tayan. Best player in Germany. Confidence low. Can't perform. Give him confidence. That guy has confidence. Everybody knows he's a good player. You see, when you are criticizing somebody, you should know what they can do. And the criticism comes. Other people who play that level, they say they did well. But we are criticizing because we know your level. And uh, what are you talking? That guy did not have confidence. He couldn't even trap a ball. You think he has not played before? Because when confidence is zero, performance is zero. Why is performance zero? Strength is zero. You doubt yourself whenever there is no confidence. And whenever there is doubt, there cannot be performance. Are you following this at all? It doesn't matter whether you have tube, you don't have womb. If you want to give birth, it's possible. It has happened before. So enter. One woman was sharing testimony in witness. Shiloh. The man said, I will marry the woman. The woman said, no, you can't marry me. The man said, what are you talking about? I'm going to marry you. He said, you can't marry me. What? He said, are you a tiger that I can't marry you? He said, I don't have a womb. He said, yes, I will marry you. He said, I can't give birth. He said, I'm going to give birth. Maybe it's you, but me, I'll give birth. <laughs> we need men like that too. And as they marry, this woman is sharing testimony in Shiloh. She became pregnant and gave birth. How? I don't know. How? I don't know. But the man said, me, I'll give birth. <laughs> if you would not, no problem. But me, I've accepted that my God is capable and able. Praise the Lord. Are you following this thing at all? So Bible says that he will force before adversity. His strength is what? Small. And your strength is measured by your level of confidence in God. Because that is what releases the abilities of God to you. So no confidence in God equals no abilities released, no anointing released, no power released, no might released. When you trust in God too much, something leaves God to you. Praise the Lord. Receive that strength today in Jesus' name. Oh, that amen is not coming out. Receive it now. It's powerful. Today, I didn't start preaching early, so we need to run. Number three. Confident faith guarantees answers to prayers. It guarantees what? When the strength comes, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall now begin to mount up with wings. Like eagle. Confident faith guarantees answers to prayer. First John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. It says something. 
And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have desired of him. The secret of this whole thing is our confidence in him. <laughs> when you pray and you know that you know that you know that he hears you, you are not confused about the result. This is the confidence that we have in him. What is our confidence built on? That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. According to his will, what does it mean? Number one, that you have a situation and you have gotten a scriptural support. You are not well. Then he said, by his stripes. Are you following now? Let the weak say, I am strong. That is praying according to his will, his word. His will is his word. So when you are not married and you are praying according to his will, you have found two or three scriptures at the mouth of two or three, a case is established. So when you find two or three scriptures backing your desire, that is the will of God. So this one, that demon said you will not marry. I have found two or three scriptures. And that's, those scriptures say I shall marry. Are you here at all? And when you pray and declare those things, there is no doubt in your mind. Because you know, I prayed according to his will. And God watches over his word to perform. So I've declared the word now. Now, begin to perform. I'm in the will. <laughs> Are you following here at all? I'm in the water. I must be wet. It's impossible to be in the water and not be wet. I'm standing in the red. I must be wet. I'm in the will. This is the confidence. I'm not expecting any other thing. I'm expecting the petition which I asked for. I'm in the will. That's a confidence. I don't need to shake. I don't need to fall. I don't need to feel goosebumps. This is the confidence of my faith. I'm going for a surgery. The thing is telling you die, you die, you die. Find three scriptures. Two or three. I shall not die. I will live to declare the words of God. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Hey, Kadabaha. The enemy will come in one way. He will flee in seven ways. You enter the surgery. Where is the doctor? Come on, let's do this thing. <laughs> I am coming out. It's not possible to die now. It's impossible. Please sit. They say, you won't get a contract. What are they talking? You are praying in his will. Mark 11 says, that whatsoever you desire when you pray, ask. I desire this contract. And I am asking. It's Bible. It's Bible. It's Bible. That confidence. You don't need any prophet to confirm it for you. I want this job. I'm having it. <laughs> Poragadabaha. 
Isogo no brodogos. Shagada balaga. Answered prayer from a confident faith. That's why I was telling you people that we are not using our money to buy a power plant. They say, how? I said, you see now. Oh, what are you talking? The person holding the power plant, eh, when he was giving us the $30,000, it was like something was chasing him. <clears throat> he said, oh, he told me I should tell his son, who is his like, general manager. I told the son, the son was not moving. The man sent me an email himself. He said, it looks like this, your man. It's not functioning well. Can you send me the coordinate? <laughs> I sent him by the time I knew. Shoom. When he wired that thing, money's that shell and shivered. Other people were owing him. They just dropped a boom like that. I sensed this thing. It was like my deliverance. But my confidence was that we are not buying it with our money. Bragedebo shakatabahatas. God can pay his own bills. The gili balagra da God. I didn't send myself. The caller is the doer. Shop and do what only you can do. We saw <laughs> the thing came to sit there like that. When the installers came to install, they said, "You bought a good match." I said, "Yeah, I know." I take it. Bible says, "Buy without cash." How do you buy without money? Faith. What? Confident faith. When you are praying with confident faith, you know the result before you started the prayer. You know the end of the matter. I'm going to be pregnant. Let the contentions rise. I don't care. Why? Bible said, be fruitful and multiply. How do I know? Mary, the Holy Ghost, will come upon you. And the power of the highest shall overshadow you. And you will conceive. Come on now. Has the Holy Ghost not come upon you? Are you looking for spams? What are you talking about? Spams? For what? Conception is of God. It's by the Spirit. Are you following here at all? When the Bible says that children are gifts from God. And Ephesians says that and when he ascended on high, he gave gift. I received my own now. It's not under contention. I received my own. My wife, cool down. Cool down. This is going to happen. Tell your husband to cool down. I received my gift. And what does it take to receive a gift? Just desire. They that are hungry, they shall be filled. You don't even need to pray. Desire. <laughs> Desire. And so come to yourself. The water will enter. Open your mouth wide. The feeling is not your portion. The feeling is God's responsibility. Open your mouth wide and I will. Just say, my husband, let's go on vacation. Let's go on vacation. God is about to feel. It's feeling. It's happening. I, am I preaching here at all? Selema Lakakalezo. Afredigi Dabrakatus. 
Shekalia Malandas. Hey, I can't continue. I need to try and terminate the sin. It's getting hotter here, I'm telling you. Is it powerful at all? Ish. Malekezopratika. Let me just jump and give you a key. A key. I wanted to talk about four. Four benefits by time. And I wanted to give you two keys. But I'll give you one. A key to this confident faith. Tell somebody, ask and you shall receive. That's all. Ask and you shall receive. This confident faith, the pastor is walking in. Paul walked in. You want it? Ask. If you want it, what? Act chapter 4, verse 13. Remember that confidence, synonym of confidence is boldness. In Act chapter 4, the Bible said, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. And they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. So when they saw the way the people were behaving, <laughs> their boldness, they are called, because you can't be with Jesus and be timid. You can't see God and run away from devil. Are you following this in at all? Your confidence is in the fact that the things that we have heard, we have seen, the ones we have touched, First John 1 John 1.1, that we testify about. You can't change our mind. We were with the man. Now so we they behave so. Are you following this thing at all? When they saw their boldness, they didn't tell them all. They perceived that even though they were unlearned men, ignorant, no book. Spirit is beyond book. Revelation is beyond book. Are you following here at all? Confident faith is a revelation. Unleaded men were walking in confidence that was intimidating learned men. Oh! You have read the Bible from cover to cover. That is the letter kill it. Somebody has just a revelation from a verse. And it's making your learning nonsense. Because revelation brings elevation. May you receive this confidence. Shout a louder amen here. They took notice of them. I'm telling you, it's working. Tell somebody, ask. So, from here, when they took notice of them, the Bible said in verse 29 and 30, you see, your confidence can be seen, it can be felt. And now, these people were praying. They started persecuting them for miracles they had done. So they were praying and they said, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. And grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. The church came together to begin to pray that with all boldness, confidence, they will not be intimidated by the threats and the contentions. He said, do this by stretching forth thine hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. But how is this confidence or boldness coming? In verse 29. How is it coming? Look at that. And now Lord, 
Behold the threats. I told you that Satan will bring the threat so that you cast away the confidence of your faith. He will show you fire. Are you entering or you are running? <laughs> Which one is it? Make a choice. So he said, you would not. You need to make a choice. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. You are before life and death. Everything proves that you are dying. Which one are you choosing? Satan has given you evidence. Satan is an evidence-based personality. Physical evidence. I'm just sensual. Just see. Look. Book no lie. Paper no lie. This thing says you are dying. What are you talking You have the virus. What are you going to do? You can even give you imaginary the virus is running here, running here. What are you going to do? Behold their threatenings. Contentions. I want to see that scripture. It's a beautiful one. And now, Lord, behold, they are, they are beating them. They beat them for them to know that it's not an easy terrain. <laughs> behold, they are threatening. In the midst of the threats, and grant unto thy servants that with boldness, all bold, not half, all boldness, they may speak thy word. With all confidence, all, say all. Some people, when you see them, they are working, it's like the confidence. They trust God, but they don't trust God. It's like you are trying to manage the situation. You have a plan B. Trusting God means zero ability in self and full ability in God. There is no plan B. If God will not do it, it will not be done. There are no options. God alone. Only you can do what no man can do. If God doesn't do it, we are finished. All boldness, all confidence, you impose it in God. Are you following here at all? And that came through prayer. He said, God, this confidence we are talking about is not natural boldness. It's not like, you know, you can be bold because you have read something. You can be bold because you have gone to school. You can be bold because you know how a market operates. You can be bored because you have one or two connections here and there. But this one is not coming from there. These people were not weak people. Fishermen. They were not weak. They were strong. Inside their palm. They could put fire from charcoal in their palm. And they wouldn't be in a hurry to drop it. Because the cells there are dead. From pulling the rope for many years. They are not people who can be easily beaten. And they don't cower easily. So for them to get to that point where they are praying that God give these naturally bold people all boldness. It, it means we are, look, trusting in God is not even an issue of your mind. You have come to the level of persuasion <laughs> that Faithful is he. That God is unchangeable. Undeniably faithful. That look. It does not matter. This man is going to bring me through. I'm here. Shoot your shooting. But I'm here. I'm praying for that thing to enter my spirit. That in all boldness. I will do what God has called me to do. Ah. Comes through prayer. Zalabada. People who pray. 
pray and seek the face of the Lord. They are confident. In the midst of threats. In the midst. What are you talking? That's what I'm saying. They that wait upon the Lord. They shall renew their strength. Okay? When your strength is low. you are afraid. Have you played football before? When you are not fit. You can't tackle now. You can't run. You are not sure of how far you can go. You'll be managing things. You run small. You walk small. But when you are fit from gym. Fit from gym. Much fit. Let's do this thing. That's why you see a player, they change them 80 minutes and they are angry. Because they have, the gas has not been expended. When you wait upon the Lord, he said, you renew your strength. Are you following here at all? When I was warming up, I felt the thing inside me that today be today. <laughs> I'm preaching to somebody here. They renew their strength. And they mount up with wings like eagle. How does an eagle thrive? In the midst of storms. In prayer. Prayer is looking for the trouble. So when you are praying, don't run away from trouble. Praying means I'm looking for the trouble that troubles people. To eat the trouble to prove that my God is the overdue God. Are you here at all? Listen, it's too much. I don't know what is threatening you, but I pray for you today that you will walk in the confidence of your faith. That knowing that what you speak happens. Knowing that when you pray, the Lord answers. May you not be a grasshopper. May you not be chicken to chicken out before any obstacle. Receive the grace today. Receive confident faith. May you be bold as a lion. You are blessed. Lift up your hands. Begin to thank him. Begin to bless him. Our time is up. Begin to bless him. Bless him. We have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International, located at Medina Estate, Accra, off the Social Welfare Road, between the Goyle Filling Station and Balwan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. For further information, visit our website www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. Call 0244-117831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-432-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service, at 9.30 a.m. for the second service, on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service, and on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experience in Jesus, birth in ministries.